You are listening to The Daily Roundup. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in on this Tuesday edition of The Daily Roundup. We are going to talk about last night's episode number four. We're going to preview tonight's episode number five. Update on the Reality Steve fan appreciation party. I've got a great idea that one network in particular should listen to because this might be the greatest idea I've ever had. I haven't heard anybody else say it. Um, I've got an update on Taylor Swift from the Super Bowl, which I told you we were going to talk about. And we've got another breakup in the celebrity world, in the traitor's world. We'll get to that momentarily. All right, starting right off the bat. Last week, when I came on here on Tuesday's podcast, I said, we've got 40 spots left for the Reality Steve Fan Appreciation Party. We're down to 15. And it is first come, first serve. So there's a good chance by next Tuesday we will be sold out of the party that isn't until June 7th. So if you still want to be part of the party, you've got to let me know that you want in and you have to show that you've booked your uh, flight or hotel or if you're a Vegas local, you tell me that you're basically not going to flake. But we've only got 15 spots left. It's going to be at the Venetian this year. And it's going to be at a restaurant in the Venetian. So it is first come, first serve. Anybody's invited. But I've got a limited number of spots now. I've got 15. Now, that 15 can open up into possibly a few more because I've set aside 20 for my party in terms of who's coming, of people that I know. And that could vary. I might not have 20 people that I reserved on my side for. Maybe only 10 show up, and then we've got another 10 that I can open up to the public. But right now, we're at 15. And if you want to, just email me, steve at realitysteve.com. Let me know you're interested. If you're flying in, your confirmation is your flight itinerary. If you're driving in, your your confirmation is your hotel. But please, this year, outside of a major emergency happening that weekend, please, if you RSVP for this party, please do not flake out. And if you do... Make sure it's weeks in advance because this year it's being charged differently to me. I'm basically being charged per head. So um, I'm not, you know, if you flake out or don't show up, am I going to charge you? No, but I won't be too happy and I probably will have to take a year off from letting you in the party uh, because this is just different this year. They're just charging me uh, per head. It's a certain number per head. And if I go over that number, I get charged double. So that's why I'm setting it at 100. And we're, like I said, we've got about 65 right now that are confirmed. And I've got 20 set aside for my people that I know that are coming or want to come. So that leaves me with 15 spots as of right now. Couple, five could open later, 10 could open later. I don't know. I mean, on my end, I know I'm going. I know my niece is going. Pretty sure Adeline is going with my niece this year. Daisy's sister, I believe, is coming to the party this year. And then uh, my niece might have two more of her roommates come. She might be bringing, that group might be four, but it also might only be two. It might only just be Olivia and Adeline. So we'll have to see. Um, that's why I'm saying, like, I know I have 15 spots available, and then once that fills, it's just determined by how many on my side come. So just wanted to update you on that. If you want into the party, it is June 7th in Las Vegas at the Venetian Hotel at the Grand Lux Cafe in the in the Venetian. So 
Just wanted to remind people of that because last week we had 40 spots left and now we're down to 15. All right, let's talk about what happened last night in the episode. And my column will be up in a couple hours talking about this. And then we're going to like preview a little bit of episode number five, which is tonight. Remember, they're running back-to-back episodes. Last night was Malta. Tonight, they're in Spain. So the first one-on-one date was with Lexi. And this was all built around her endometrius uh, story, which she was going to tell him on the night portion of the date, which she did. She's gotten uh, a lot of credit for sharing this story. I know it probably wasn't easy for her. She went into more detail about her story. Obviously, this is an edited television show. Last week in my column on Tuesday, I posted all three videos uh, from Lexi's Instagram feed. You don't want to go back to last week's column. That's fine. Just go to Lexi's Instagram page, Lexi Colette Young, where she gives like three, about four or five minute videos. Spends a good 10 to 15 minutes uh, sharing her story and everything that she went through with this and a lot of positivity coming from this. This is the first time as far as I know that we've ever had anybody on the show talk about suffering from endometriosis. I got to believe if all the women that have been on this show, somebody else has had it. They've just never spoken about it. So Lexi spoke about it last night and obviously ended up getting the rose on her one-on-one date. The group date with the Knights and everything was a lot of silliness that's not night training. Look, I'm not a knight. I've never been a knight. I've never been in night training. But I'm guessing that training to become a knight, one of the things that you have to pass is probably not sausages flying around and you trying to catch it in your mouth. Like, come on. But this show loves sexual innuendos. This show loves the thought of doing some sort of exercise where women have to catch sausages in their mouth, yet they forget Yosef has a daughter at home. How can you do this to her? But they do. They do it all the time. <laughs> so here was the here was the thing. Like, I don't want to... Autumn ended up winning. And she got extra time with Joey. And usually when someone gets extra time, we actually, I don't know, see them talk autumn and joey just like walked maybe 150 200 yards away from where the group date was and they were standing overlooking like um i don't know a river some sort of lake or something and they kissed that was it like we didn't hear them talk i'm just trying to think like who gets extra time remember like during the barbie date with on charity season sean got the extra time and they got to walk around, and they talked on the pier, and then they made out. Literally all we saw of Autumn and Joey was them kissing. And that was it. We never heard her say one word to him or him say one word to her. And, and you know, that just, like, I, I, when something like that happens, if you don't know the spoilers, you can pretty much just eliminate that person and know that person is going home soon, which, in Autumn's case, is tonight. But, yeah, I mean, really? She gets extra time, and we, the audience don't see any of her extra time with him. What she actually says, what they actually talked about. Was there any connection? Yeah, we saw them kiss, but that was it. No idea what the hell they talked about. Was never shown. At the after party, uh, they showed him with Daisy, with Kelsey A, with Rachel Nance, with Kelsey T. This was the one group date rose this year that I said, I don't know for sure who gets it. I said it was either Rachel or Kelsey T. 
And I thought it was Rachel since she gets her one-on-one next week, but it ended up being Kelsey T. And as it was playing out, I could kind of tell it was going to be Kelsey T because with Rachel, all they showed was them putting on, Joey putting on a pair of glasses to match the pair of glasses that she was wearing, whereas they spent way more time with Kelsey T and her talking about her insecurities and her really wanting to make a good impression with Joey. And they showed us a significant amount of time of them together at the after party. And I was like, okay, well, it's going to be Kelsey T now. Because when they go to the after party, whoever gets the group date rose, it's going to be someone that they actually show the lead, interact with, and have a conversation. Because sometimes they'll just show like a new girl sitting down and saying like one or two sentences, and they're on to the next girl, and they're on to the next girl. The ones they focus on, those are the only ones that have an actual chance, if you don't know the spoilers, of actually getting the group date rose. So it made sense uh, for Kelsey T. And, of course, we had the two-on-one date. I don't want to spend a hell of a lot of time on this. I mean, once again, it's it's a situation where when Sydney didn't end up getting the rose and Joey ended up catching, uh, giving the rose to Maria and she ended up staying, I think looking at the group's reaction to it, I think says a lot. Um, you know, like I said, I'm not – this isn't any sort of hate towards Maria, um, but it is clear as day that things are not being shown – because, again, when you're looking at Sydney and you're looking at Maria and you're looking at what both of them said to him, it's like, okay, someone's flat out lying. Sydney sits down with Joey and says, you know, hey, she told Leah, Maria told Leah to shut the F up. So Joey went right to Maria and said, hey, Sydney just told me that you told Leah at the pool party to shut the F up. Maria said, no, I didn't. Okay, well, somebody's lying, you know, and for you to say you know who's lying, you don't. I don't know who's lying. Because we didn't see it. We weren't there. You know who knows who was lying? All the other women. Are they going to get asked it? Probably not. But to sit here and say, watching the show, oh, I know Sydney's lying. You don't know anything. Oh, I know Marisa, Maria's lying. You don't know anything. And that's just the way it goes. It's Sometimes you're just never going to know. Now, do I think we might start hearing some stuff come out at the Women Tell All? I would think so. The Women Tell All is going to be focused on Maria. It's going to be a, an attack Maria. And there will be certain people that attack, attack Sydney. I'm assuming the sisters, because the sisters are the two that are closest to Maria. It's the only one we ever see her talking to, uh, Allison, who's about to be going home. And, yeah, it's just there's clear. it's clear things aren't being shown. So everyone who's got an opinion about Sydney, you know, I, I saw the opinions on Twitter last night. It's like Sydney is just making all this up. Well, how do you know that? You know that based on what the show is giving us. We haven't seen the things that Maria is uh, that Sydney is claiming Maria did. But I guess it's possible she's making it up out of thin air and she just decided I'm going to go on this show and lie about one particular girl on this season and everything she said and did to me. I guess it's very possible Sydney did that. But I'm going to live in reality and say that's not how it went. But I guess time will tell. As for the rest of the episode, it turned into, well, let's just... <laughs> Leah seemed to... Uh, Leah didn't have a good episode. Let's put it that way. So she ended up uh, going to Medina because Medina was... I don't want to say buddying up with Maria, but she was being nice to her. Leah pulls her outside and says, hey, Sydney was your best friend. And now I see you being all nice to Maria. And Medina's like, yeah, it doesn't mean I have to be mean to Maria just because Sydney's gone. 
And then I, I, I don't know, really set Mar- uh, Leah off. But I keep saying Leah. See what I mean? I knew I was going to say Leah this season. Leah. Then Leah basically didn't understand, and she said, well, me, Medina and I will never see eye to eye on this. I don't even know what they're supposed to see eye to eye on. Do you? Leah called her out for not, I don't know, being mean to Maria? Or I didn't even understand what she got mad at her for. I understand that she said, hey, you were Sydney's friend, and you were saying Sydney was your best friend. Now she's not here, and you're sucking up to Maria. I didn't think Medina was sucking up to Maria. She was just like, I'm just being myself. I'm trying not to isolate her. Leia didn't like that, apparently. Last night was not a good episode for Leia. But last night did not end in a rose ceremony. So that'll start at the beginning of tonight's episode. We'll get a rose ceremony in Malta. And that is when... uh, God, I have this, you know, I posted the spoilers yesterday and I don't even remember them off the top of my head. But let me pull it up here on my Instagram and it is Joey episode four spoilers. Yeah, Edwina and Allison, the other sister, go home in Malta. And then 12 women. Yeah, because Sydney has already gone home on the two on one. So two women get eliminated at the rose ceremony. So 12 women head to Spain and that's where where we start. Uh, for tonight's episode. Well, it's going to start with the end of Malta and the rose ceremony, and then we go into what happened in Spain. So I don't want to sit here and say I should be programming network television, but I think I have a genius idea. And it's not like it's some unbelievable thing that I just came up with and nobody else could have thought of this. I haven't seen it online yet, but then again, anybody could have said this in some, you know, message board or something, you know, so it's impossible to know, but I'm saying like major outlets. I haven't seen any headlines and I read a lot of the entertainment sites, the us weeklies, the EWs, the E onlines. I read the headlines and just see, I haven't seen this headline yet. So I want full credit for this if it does happen. And I, you know how, if you follow me for a long time, you know how big of a Saturday night live fan I am. I've basically watched every episode of Saturday Night Live since high school. Now, I don't necessarily watch it live on Saturday night, but I do have it set to record. And I'll either watch it when I get home if I'm out on Saturday night or just watch it sometime on Sunday. And when Eddie Murphy came back to host a few years ago, I want to say it was in December of 2020, or December of 2019, that was like a big deal, not only to me, but just like for the media in general and just the nostalgia of Eddie Murphy back on the stages of Saturday Night Live because he had had a falling out with him for a while. And it was just weird, the fact that Eddie Murphy, who was made his name on SNL, just never had anything to do with the show again. But seeing him back there was really cool back in December of 19. And, and not only that, I mean, he killed it. Everyone was just... For as much hype as it got, he was really funny. Now, I'm here to tell you right now, if SNL can somehow do it, they can ease, and I'm, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the Eddie Murphy, when he came back to host SNL, that was, I believe, the highest rated one in, in years. You know, with the, it's TV's different now, because obviously you got more viewers back in 1980 in the 1990s. More people were watching it. But now you have like tons of social media clips that can get out. So you don't even necessarily have to watch the whole show. But if you watch a clip or a sketch from Saturday Night Live, that's a it's basically like watching the show. Anyway, if they can somehow deliver this 
I'm telling you what the most watched show in their history could be. Maybe not the ratings for that particular night, but I'm just talking about social media views of all the sketches that would ultimately make it online and be passed around and you'd see it all the time. Is if you make Travis Kelsey the host and Taylor Swift the musical guest. Now, Kelsey hosted last year for the first time after they won the Super Bowl, and he was funny. Taylor's host uh, been the musical guest numerous times, and I think she's hosted once or twice. But the American Doll sketch that <laughs> Travis Kelsey was in last season was really funny. One of the best ones of the year, I thought. And I know that Taylor is on her international tour right now. So I, I is there a full week or a two-week period where she's off and SNL is on to where she could come in for a week? I, I'm telling you right now, don't tell me this wouldn't be the most talked about and watched SNL episode probably of all time. I'm not being hyperbolic here. I'm telling you. If they announce Travis Kelsey is hosting and Taylor is going to be the musical guest, and inevitably, even though she's the musical guest, they're going to put her in a couple sketches. Everybody would be. It would be the talk of TV for that week. And even if you don't watch it live, there's going to be plenty of sketches that are going to get out and watched on YouTube. The amount of social media views that episode would get, I guarantee it would pass surpass any record they have on any of their videos. So just throwing it out there, NBC, if you want to listen to my, you know, like I said, it's not like this unbelievable, crazy idea that nobody else could have thought of. I just haven't heard anybody bring this up. You know, CBS cameras are fixated on Taylor Swift. And all she's doing is hugging and kissing her boyfriend. You don't think people would be tuned in for an hour and a half to watch them on a sketch show? Not to mention we get Taylor's new music because her, you know, her album comes out, what, April, I'm forgetting the date. I want to say April 19th, her new album about the Dead Poet Society or whatever the name of it is. I, all the more reason, because usually people that go on SNL, especially the musical guest, have an album coming out or an album that just came out. I, I think, I haven't heard any rumblings about this, but. If you're SNL, you got to make this work. And, you know, like I said, she's on her international tour. And she's got a lot of dates. I haven't looked at it. Maybe I should pull it up now. Okay, so we know she's in Sydney, Australia uh, the rest of this week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Then the following week, she's in Singapore. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday of the following week. Oh, oh. And then after Saturday, March 9th, she's off for two months. She doesn't go back on tour until she's in France in May. So she's got March 9th to May 9th. March 9th, last show in Singapore. Thursday, May 9th, first show in France. Okay, so she's definitely got it. And what did I say? Her album, what, April 19th or whatever? Right in there. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Just remember who told you. This needs to happen. And if I, and you know, Travis Kelsey clearly has a open schedule. SNL has to do this, has to, it is a lost opportunity. And don't tell me like, Oh, their schedules couldn't match up. They absolutely can. Taylor's on a two month break after March 9th. Don't tell me you can't get one week 
where Taylor comes in as the musical guest and Travis comes in to host again. And be like, well, he hosted last year. That's okay. The Rock as it was an athlete performer, he hosted numerous times. And and Travis was funny last year. Travis wants to get into acting. He's a character. This has to happen. And now that I looked at her international schedule, I'd be disappointed if it doesn't. Like, how do you not do this if you're SNL? And finally, wanted to talk about one thing in regards to Taylor Swift and then actually two things. So, again, someone did a breakdown of what happened on Sunday, how much screen time Taylor Swift got. They did show her a lot on Sunday. I knew you know, Dave Vegas said an over-under at five and a half. It blew well past five and a half. You know how many times they showed Taylor Swift on Sunday? Twelve. And I'm talking about, and they showed her three or four times in the pregame show. They showed her in the postgame show. We're just talking about from the time the game started to the time the game ended, how many times were they going to show Taylor Swift? Vegas set the over-under at five and a half. They ended up showing her 12 times. But you know what those 12 times, the amount of actual time shown of her on camera was? 54 seconds. You know how long Sunday's Super Bowl game was? I think it was the longest in history. Could be wrong. It was up there. Four hours and eight minutes. So once again, if you're bitching and complaining that Taylor Swift was shown so many times during the Super Bowl, just know she was shown for a total of 54 seconds in a game that went four hours and eight minutes long, which means she was shown 0.36% of the game was focused on Taylor Swift. And I know for a fact, because I watched the whole game, at no point when she was shown was anything happening on the field. Just remember that. Remember when everyone said she's going to ruin the NFL? Remember when everyone said no one's going to watch the NFL anymore because they're doing this and giving this too much power and showing her too much? Oh, yeah, by the way, see the ratings for the game? 120 million people watched the game on CBS. If you throw in all the streaming channels, 123.4. It was the most watched television show in the history of television. That's all you need to know. The morons who claim, oh my gosh, she's ruining football. They have no idea what they're talking about, and the facts bear it out. And finally, we got to pour one out. <sighs> one of our favorite couples ever. A couple that just appeared on the Traders this season. They have both been eliminated. Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan. Larsa Pippen, the ex-wife of Scottie Pippen, who was a teammate of Michael Jordan in the 90s for the Bulls dynasty. Well, Michael Jordan's son, 33-year-old Marcus Jordan, has been dating Larsa Pippen, 49 years old, for the last year. They broke up. What a surprise. I don't want to sit here and say, I told you so on anybody, but... We don't even know why. Apparently, this was very abrupt over the weekend. All of a sudden, when you went to Larsa Pippen's Instagram page, Marcus was no more. So maybe stuff's going to be coming out in the next few days. But, man, let's pour one out for Larsa and Marcus. It must have been love, but it's over now. Anyway. Thank you all much for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review. You got to download the show and you got to hit play.
The download doesn't do anything anymore. You have to hit play. That's what counts as a download. In an hour from now, we're going to have the Sports Daily will be up. In two hours from now, you'll be able to read my column uh, from recapping last night's episode and giving my thoughts as well in written word and previewing tonight's episode number five of Joey's season. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!